Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation. And Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews. We're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL. Your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moten. Welcome back. We are here, Silver and Black, today, an Odyssey original podcast, also heard on the air, by the way, on The Bet on the radio in Las Vegas, Nevada. So if you are out there and you like to listen to us, we are on Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Now that the the baseball season is over, we get disrupted by baseball occasionally, but now 6 p.m. so you can get ready for Sunday's action by listening to the show on The Bet on Saturday night. Uh, I am Scott Branson, your host, joined by my co-host... Mr. Mo Moten, and we are talking Raiders, and we're getting into the Aiden O'Connell debut now um, as we move forward here in the second segment of the show, and uh, I'm going to let you go on this one first because for the first time in a long time, Raider Nation was completely in agreement on what Josh McDaniel should do with Jimmy G out with the concussion. It was start the kid, right? It was start the Irish cannon, so he gets the start. Mixed results, but Mo, tell me what you saw from Aiden O'Connell. He didn't have a lot of time in that pocket, uh, but give me your good and your bad, uh, and tell me if your view of him has changed, or if you've seen enough of him to say, you know what, he's worth development, or is it still too early? I'll start off by saying he's worth seeing more of, and I think, and I there was a quote. I know Josh McDaniels is critical of Aiden O'Connell. In the post-game press conference, and I quote tweet, and I said, I hope this doesn't mean that they're going to give up on his development because first, the bad news, yes, there were turnovers. I believe Aiden O'Connell fumbled three times and lost two fumbles, and then he threw that late interception on man-to-man coverage when Asante Samuel peeled off, I believe it was Devontae Adams, and picked the ball off. He made mistakes. But what I will say is the good news is he stuck with it, and there were flashes of what we saw in the preseason when he got rolling Late in the second half, I believe, late uh, late in the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, the Raiders' offense woke up, and it was partially because Aiden O'Connell got going. It was partially because Josh Jacobs got going as well. Uh, Josh Jacobs had, I believe, eight catches. And I like the, the bounce back that I saw at, out of Aiden O'Connell. And I also like the fact that 
the Chargers defenders had to respect the deep ball because with Jimmy, in my opinion, when Jimmy Garoppolo is in the game, you're not worried about Jimmy Garoppolo beating you over the top. With Aiden O'Connell, your safeties have to be on alert because he will take a shot downfield. Now, a lot of his passes downfield weren't accurate. He threw into a lot of double and triple coverage. Yes. But at least the Chargers have to respect the deep ball knowing that we can't stack the box against Josh Jacobs because Aiden O'Connell might throw Devonta Adams 20, 30 yards downfield. So I, I think part of that is, and if you can rewind the, the, the tape of this show, one of the cons that I had with Aiden O'Connell was, yes, he will push the ball downfield, but he's not the most accurate downfield thrower. But the other side of that is if you have Trey Tucker on the field, who's a speedster, <laughs> I didn't see him yesterday. No, if you have Devontae Adams on the field, there is the threat of, you know, you can get some big plays out of your offense, and that's the spark that the Raiders need. And I think I like to see that because, again, it adds another variable, adds another wrinkle to that offense that Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't giving them. So I think he's worth, you know, more starts. But we all know that Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, you know, for the Packers game. He's going to start because Josh McDaniels is always critical saying the number one thing is, and I know this, and if you watch football long enough, you know this is the fastest way to get yourself taken off the field is to turn the ball over. And Aiden O'Connell had multiple turnovers on Sunday. Yeah, and and I I heard a lot of people in the conversation about that about well O'Connell he can't and and you're right I thought I thought Josh McDaniels the way he said it at the press conference about and being critical of 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 O'Connell um, I thought it showed an insight into the personality of the guy and some of the stuff we heard about from Denver because there's a way in my view to couch that to say hey listen. Number one, we didn't protect him back there. And so it put him in a position where he, he didn't make the best decisions. He lost the football. You know, there's a way to do it where you build somebody up and you talk about what they learn from the situation. But that's, that's apart from what happened, because I, I think you're right. You can't turn the ball over. Now, the interception at the end of the game, we'll get into that in a second, because there's a play calling question there. But, but the mm-hmm. fumbles, the first fumble that closely resembled the tuck rule game by the way um and then the second the second fumble i i defended him because i was keeping tracks track excuse me he got hit on the blind side i don't care if you're a veteran quarterback you get hit on the blind side now maybe a wily veteran tucks the ball as he starts to feel the pressure behind him and hit on his back but it happens quickly you're a rookie you understand it but i do think that especially when you saw that first drive which by the way i didn't know this until i was doing the story after the game Aiden O'Connell's first touchdown was a rushing touchdown. It's the first time in Raiders history that a, a Raiders rookie quarterback got their first touchdown by rushing the ball. So there you go. A little bit of trivia for you. But that first drive, I was saying to Corey during the game, look, I li- the pacing was good. I liked the p- It was much more up, up, up speed, upbeat mm-hmm. on the That's pacing tough. of the offense. They did a little bit, like I talked about earlier, a little misdirection, a little couple things that were different that I didn't see when Garoppolo was under center. They also put O'Connell under center right away. It wasn't like they were starting him in the shotgun and, and kind of letting him have more time and easing him off. Of course, had they known how bad the offensive line would play, maybe that would have been a better strategy. But the one thing I didn't see, and I want to get your comment on this, and maybe I'm wrong. You tell me if I am. They didn't seem to build in any kind of building blocks for him, meaning some short passes, some quick passes, stuff over the middle. Mo, why doesn't this team use the middle of the field like ever? I mean, yeah, a couple times a game. But you have these two tight ends, Austin Hooper, Michael Mayer, who you drafted in the second round, and you don't use them. And I don't understand. because So I think with Aiden O'Connell, to your point, 
Got to see more of him. I think he's got the ability to play in the NFL. We'll have to see with more of a sample size. But I just don't get what the team is doing offensively, and I don't think that helped him at all yesterday. I don't understand why you go up to draft Michael Mayer and you're just not going to use him. Right. <laughs> I think that's one of the biggest mysteries to me. You you drafted two offensive skill players in the second and third rounds in Michael Mayer and Trey Tucker, and you don't even use them. You kept Hunter Renfro on a fully guaranteed contract, and you don't even use him. Now, Aiden O'Connell did check down a number of times to Joshua Daniels, so he had his, his safety, blanket, safety blanket in a sense. But I – look, people want to – say play calling was the major issue i'll say number one if you're a quarterback and you know that you're getting hammered aiden o'connell took seven sacks you have to have your head on the swivel and know like okay i gotta protect the football that that's on aiden o'connell the other thing is if you're if you're an offensive play calling you see your quarterback getting hammered to your to your words you gotta help him out and you have to call the game I want to say reactionary, but you have to call the game based on the flow of it. What's happening with my offensive line? How well is my offensive line playing? It's not playing very well. In fact, it's awful. Let me help my rookie quarterback. And I'm sure we'll get to the play call on, you know, that, that led to an interception. And a lot of people don't want to blame Aiden on that. And he, he took, you know, as, as a mature rookie, he took ownership. He said, you know, we ran that look at practice and I have to execute better. And he's, he's right about that. He's right. But the, but the other side of that is, the Raiders were three yards from the goal line. It's first down. It's first and goal. You're at the Chargers' three-yard line. Run the football. <laughs> Hand it off to Josh Jacobs. He, I under, you want to be aggressive? I, I, this is my thing with Josh McDaniels. I don't, I don't think he understands when to be aggressive and when to not be aggressive. Great we, point. We criticized him last point. week. We criticized him last week for not being aggressive enough and kicking that field goal down eight, right? Now he's at the three yard line, the three yard line, and right. Josh Jacobs had just started to get rolling a little bit. I know he only averaged three point four yards per carry, but if you remember, move the drive before he scored a touchdown after Josh McDaniels did not challenge the touchdown that was for Devontae don't, Adams. Don't get me started. Look, I look, I'm I I gamble a little bit. I had Devontae <laughs> Adams for the end of time TD, right? Yeah, and I'm thinking. You know, that's they replayed it. It's a touchdown. I don't understand why the Raiders were hurrying to the offensive line to run a play. I understand I time is of the essence because you're down, but at that point, if you, if there's even a possibility that that's a score, yeah. you take a look at it. Who who's helping Josh McDaniels look at these plays from above saying you, you gotta challenge that, but that's besides the point. But go back to my play on that on that run, on that should have been run. That was a pass for Aiden O'Connell. It's first and goal, you're at the three year line run the football get it at worst you get closer you come within a, a yard or two and you run another play but you don't throw it aggressively on first down when you're in a three-yard line and mo it's it's first down and you have almost three minutes left in the game right to something exactly so so what are you what are you in a hurry for number one and why are you getting aggressive it's not like it's third down and you've been stuffed on two straight runs okay again <sighs> This Chargers defense, which was awful against the run, and by the way, susceptible to long passes and passing, which the Raiders couldn't take advantage of either. And so you look at that, and again, I go back to what we talked a lot about last year. Josh McDaniels is an awful game manager, not yes. only from a play-calling perspective, yes. but awful game manager. To your point about 
the Devonte. I was crazy with the Devonte Adams thing because I'm like, how do you not have a coach buzzing you in your ear saying, "Coach, coach, a touchdown, touchdown"? You gotta, you gotta throw the flag. Gotta throw the flag. No, doesn't do it. Now they scored the touchdown. Had they not scored that touchdown, I was almost ready to say that was a fireball offense because, <laughs> honestly, I mean, am I wrong? Because it was no. brutal, and it's like, wait a minute. I don't know football as good as Josh McDaniels, clearly, right? He's coached a long time. But it's bad management. He also mismanaged the clock the entire second half. They're down by two scores, and they're coming up to the line. Like they're on the, on the, uh, on the beach in Cancun or something. It's like, where is the urgency, Mo? They're, hey, you're 7 and 14, dude. Where's your urgency to win? Where's your urgency to tell your team this crap can't happen anymore? And and then you throw a rookie quarterback into it, and then after the game, it's his fault for not protecting the ball. Again, he made a lot of mistakes, no question. I'm not I'm not making excuses for the quarterback because he deserves the criticisms. But the management of the game, to your point, especially at the end of the game offensively, is beyond, I'm going back to my term from last year, it's coaching malpractice. And it continues to the point we made in the first segment, which is you're getting the same result 21 games in. Why would you think it's going to change? Then you throw a quarter. And this is where I worry because you have a young quarterback. And I don't know what Aiden O'Connell can be. We don't have enough yet. We don't understand yet enough. I want to see more and see what he can do because he seems like he has the makeup to be a quarterback in the NFL and some of the talent clearly. But I don't know if this this team, I mean, what's Josh McDaniels going to do to develop this kid? I don't know. And so that's what concerns me about his future development. Of course, 24, 39, 238 yards, the one interception. He actually had uh, almost, well, he had 70 yards more passing than Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert didn't have to pass that much because they always had the ball on the Raiders side of the field. But, um, but, you know, overall, okay performance. But I just think that it's an example of, yes, they get credit for drafting the kid, but I just hope he doesn't get run into the ground because uh, this coach doesn't know how to manage the team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The biggest indictment on Josh McDaniels is not only his management of the game, but the management of his personnel. Let's go back to last year. Mm. Remember what I was saying last year? He didn't figure out until midway through the season that, yeah, maybe if you hand the ball to Josh Jacobs 20 times, you win some football games. <laughs> It took him a month to figure that out, right? It's taken him now a month to figure out how to use the weapons that he's brought in and Trey Tucker, Michael Mayer. It, he doesn't. He still doesn't know how to use Hunter Renfro. He doesn't know when to kick it or when to go for it. He doesn't know when to run the ball or when to pass the ball, put his rookie quarterback in position to, to score points. So his management is completely out of whack. He doesn't optimize the talent that he has, and he doesn't necessarily put his his quarterbacks in the best position to succeed and and we saw that with Aiden O'Connell again I went full Richard Sherman last night I mean on Sunday night 
And I'm thinking, okay, first and three, Josh Jacobs just scored a touchdown on the previous drive when it should have been a Devontae touchdown anyway. But Josh Jacobs just got into the end zone. Okay, run the ball here. Maybe you score on a, on a run, a handoff. If not, maybe you get a little bit closer. Maybe you can get run another QB sneak, mm-hmm. and Aiden O'Connell can get another rushing touchdown. He calls a pass play, has his rookie quarterback, who's been rattled throughout the game, been making mistakes. As I said, while he wasn't interception, intercepted before that, he had some throws that oh, should yeah. have been intercepted. Yes. So knowing this and knowing the offensive line, the way it's playing, just run the football. Just run the football. See what happens if you run the football. Now, roll out to the right, man-to-man coverage. Aiden O'Connell makes a mistake. To, to his credit, he owned it. Says, I have to make a better read. But to me, you you run the ball to take him out of that situation so he doesn't have to make that decision. Make the decision for him. He's a rookie quarterback making his debut after all. We know that. Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. just and mis- it, mismanagement all around. You, Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, Mo. The, managing and, and knowing – it's like the game awareness. You, I think we all have, and maybe you do as well. We all have a friend who's a good friend, but they always lack that awareness. Like they're, it's always like they can't read the room, and they seem to say something, and you're like, "Dude, what?" You know, good people, good friends, but some people lack this awareness, and that's what I see. Josh McDaniels, I see him in a game. To your point, it's such a great point, Mo about Aiden O'Connell, not making excuses for his mistakes, but instead saying, hey, if I put my employee or my child or my wife or husband or whatever, I put them in a situation where I know it's not good, that they're going to struggle, that's on me, right? I'm putting them in the situation. If I ask somebody who doesn't know how to cook to go in the kitchen and whip up some breakfast, my results probably aren't going to come back. It's not against that person. They're learning. They might want to learn. But if you say, no, I need you to do it now, you're putting him in an unfair situation. So I do think that a lot of this is on the coach. I do think, going back to your original point in the last segment, this goes to the top. This organization, and look, Dave Ziegler's got a pass, but I don't know. Because look, if I'm him, I'm telling my coach, coach, I got you these guys. You're not used. Trey Tucker, I saw on three plays yesterday, was never targeted. And that was with Devontae Adams out of the game with the injury before he came back, by the way. So I see that and I see nothing happening. So you have to look to the people who are making the decisions because they're not making very good ones. Mo, before we go to the break, anything else on this subject? The one thing, really quick, the one yeah. thing I wanted to hear that I didn't hear that Josh McDaniels in that press conference while he was criticizing Aiden O'Connell was he could have just said, look, I could have made, while Aiden O'Connell has to read that a lot better against man-to-man coverage, I could have made a better play call. Because I hear head coaches and play calls do that all the time where they say, yeah, the player made a mistake, but I could have put him in a better position. I could have made a better play call there. And I didn't hear that from Josh McDaniels. It was no. like, well, Aiden never, O'Connell made a mistake. You never do, Mo. He, yes, he will get up there and, 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 and do what I see some players do all the time, which is just say, yeah, I got to do better. But that's a generic, I got to do better. It doesn't really mean it. You're saying it because you want to give the media what you think they want or what you think people want you to say. But you're right. There's a meaning behind it when you say, hey, listen, yeah, he needs to take care of the ball. Not a good read. He should have known we practice it. But at the same time, thinking back on it, I probably should have put him in a different position, especially on first down. That's all I wanted to hear from him. And he didn't even, not one iota of of responsibility on that one. Tells you a lot. Okay, we're going to take a break before we come back for the final segment. We're going to talk a little about the defense 
what we saw there because I saw some improvement. So we're going to try to give you some positive nuggets here too to get you through uh, to, to next Monday. Of course, you have an extra day, Raiders and the Packers on Monday Night Football. So we'll do that when we come back here. You're listening to Silver and Black today, an Odyssey original podcast with Mo and Scott. We're coming back right after these words.